0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the New Wave Media Podcast. This is George, your host, and we are on episode number 12 here with Elijah Lundren, our co-host.
1: What's up, George? What's up, buddy? How you doing, man?
0: I'm doing well, man. We've uh we've had a pretty busy week as always. Uh let's get it started. Yeah. Go for it.
1: So here's the thing, man. Um, usually we just kind of jump into the to the stuff on this. And I actually I wanted to ask you a question. Um, because right before we hopped on this podcast, I was reading a blog post by a um, really popular landscape photographer in the area. His name's Darren White. Um, Does really amazing um, landscape photography, lots of beaches and sunsets and, you know, Mm -hmm. typical landscape photography stuff. Yeah. Um, But he was talking about, basically he was talking about how images now are much different from images years ago in the way that they're manipulated and in the way that they're processed. Um, and it was kind of like a transparent post. He was like kind of just explaining like, here's what a single image looks like, here's what an HDR image looks like, here's what a stack for like astrophotography looks like, blah, 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 blah. He went through a whole bunch of stuff. And it yeah. got me thinking, man, what what are your thoughts? I know you and I don't really do a ton of like landscape stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and I I used to do a lot of it, but I'm just curious, what are your thoughts on how much processing is appropriate or acceptable or however you want to phrase it in a landscape photo before it before like you should disclose that it's not its natural form if that makes sense yeah what are your feelings on that
0: yeah good question i think um i think that personally if you're the one taking the photo yeah you don't have to disclose anything
1: okay. i feel
0: like Up to a certain point. And what that means is um, we know that even now there's a lot of things that are AI generated. Right. Um, We just saw a video. I want to get to that too. Yeah, we just saw a video with Peter McKinnon who was doing some AI stuff, uh, you know, trying to figure out if it was AI or if it was real or what part of the image was AI. Yeah,
1: he had a user, he had, he put out a thing on, I think it was Twitter or no, it was, um, what's that? What's that? Um.
0: It's called X now, by the way. It's rebranded. Twitter.
1: Yeah, I know. It's getting there. (laughs) We'll we'll talk about that another time. Is it Verbo? Is that the... uh,
0: Oh, uh, Vero, I think. Vero?
1: Vero. 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 So he put out a thing on Vero about... um, He was like, send me your AI images, and I'm going to try to figure out what parts of them are AI and what parts of them are real. If you haven't seen this video, go check it out. It's Peter McKinnon. You probably know who he is. Um, really interesting video, really kind of fun take on it. But anyway, go on.
0: Yeah. So I think my take on that is you shouldn't disclose anything if you don't want to. Okay. I think that to a certain extent you should disclose that if you're trying to portray a photographer. So what that means is if I take a landscape photo and I manipulate the photo, Photoshop, AI, whatever it is. Yeah. I think as long as there's like, for example, like 20% of the image there that you took is, original. Uh-huh. My my opinion is like, hey, you took that. You are creating art. That is your thing. Like you shouldn't have to disclose anything. Okay. However, if you AI generate something and ninety nine percent of that image is is not real. Yeah. I think there's a fine line fine line between photography and then graphic designer. Okay. I think are you are you claiming you're a photographer, or, or are or maybe, you... Maybe
1: graphic artist. Graphic artist, exactly. Yeah. So,
0: like, at that at that point, you shouldn't have the title as a photographer. I think the title should be graphic artist yeah. or, you know, something or, to do...
1: Or at least, like, that image shouldn't necessarily be called a photograph. It should be called, like, graphic art. Is that what I, you're saying? Exactly, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, or to answer art.
0: it, um, I don't think you should disclose anything. Okay. Really, like, for example, weddings, like... I don't have to tell my wedding clients that I manipulated the background to match the left side with the right side. That was
1: kind of the next thing I was going to say is how do you feel about um, that kind of manipulation in wedding photos where, you know, the people that you deliver it to may very well know, like, oh, that's not what the sky looked like on that day. I think that's kind of the the most common thing in wedding photos is, like, if you're out doing the formal photos and you have just kind of a gray sky or even just like a blue sky and there's no character, there's no there's color no clouds. A lot nothing. of people will just replace the sky and make yeah, it look dramatic. I think right? that's
0: absolutely fine. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. All day long. No worries. Interesting. Same with weddings and, um, AI, for example, like yeah. I just mentioned, I think it's fine. I think it's fair game all the way around. Okay. I think what you bring to the table before your clients, um, buy or purchase a uh what what am i trying to say here before they grab you as their photographer
1: yeah before they choose you when they're looking at your body yeah. of work is
0: your body of work similar to what you're going to deliver to right them? you so, can't just have a body of work where it's mostly just all natural vibes yeah. and then just deliver them all a bunch of you AI. know ai generated yeah. stuff like
1: okay there's a fine line right there so you're saying <clears throat> Just to, I just want to make sure I'm on the same page. Mm-hmm. In your opinion, if somebody went to your portfolio and your portfolio is full of like incredible images, mm-hmm. but they're like, let's say all of them are at least 50% AI or like deep Photoshop, like deep manipulation. Yeah. You don't right. think that you should have to disclose that in any way. You think that you just need to deliver that once you go through and like if they hire you. You just need to make sure you deliver something that is in line with what they saw on your portfolio. Absolutely.
0: Correct. Okay. I think so.
1: Okay. I I think that's
0: the whole reason why they got you in the first place. Yeah. You could be in a wedding day and then you, like, for example, for me, I say things like, hey, I know this background looks a little weird, but hey, I'm going to do this to the right side. I think this will go really, really well. Like, I'm pretty vocal with that. Right. And I'm also vocal with little things like, oh, don't even worry about that scar. Like, that's going to be gone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, the fact that I'm disclosing that much, they don't have to know, like, oh, I'm going through Photoshop, I'm manipulating mm-hmm. this or that. It's just, hey, it's going to turn out great. You already know my style. This is what you picked. Okay. And there we go. Okay, cool.
1: I respect that. I respect that. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I was just curious. I mean, I know kind of where I stand, and it's sort of, it's sort of similar to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, yes, at a certain point, you should probably call yourself a digital artist versus a photographer, wedding photographer, landscape photographer, whatever, but um right. I think that, you know, some of the back in the day when people would shoot like when there was no digital photography, it was all film. Mm-hmm. You know, they would people's argument is always, well, you had to get it right in the camera. And that's not actually true. That's not true. Yeah, People I mean, would
0: manipulate that when they do the print. Exactly.
1: There's all kinds of things you can do in the light room or in the dark room. And yeah. Absolutely. In the light room. You can tell <laughs> where I live. Yeah. Um, there's all kinds of things you can do in the dark room to manipulate an image to look the way you want it yeah. to look. Dodging and burning is something that wasn't Ex- invented in Photoshop. That, that, that is
0: was, one of the things I was going to bring up. Right. Dodging and burning alone while you're processing your photo or translating it onto a picture yeah. like paper, yeah, um, you got to do it all in the darkroom and you, you either add more light to a certain area or you remove more light right. in a certain area. And that's
1: photo manipulation. It that is. that yeah. is changing what that photo actually looked like. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that I, I can understand people who feel that um, you know a photo should be realistic. It should be within the realm of what actually, what it actually looked like, especially mm-hmm. for like a, a wedding photographer or something along those lines. But I also agree with what you say. If if that is what your portfolio looks like, if yes. you, you know, I, I follow, um, there's a photographer named um, Amy Booker. I don't know if you've ever heard of her. She's a big photographer here in Oregon. And a lot of her images are like very heavily processed, but she has this like dreamy, like warm, um, mm. like her style is amazing. I, I love her style, but it's way more processed than I would do on on like my photos. So it's, yeah. it's just interesting to kind and, of hear and other so, people's perspectives. So perspective. when it comes
0: to that, like even even when you're going into that direction of like um, photo manipulation yeah. um, and your portfolios like that, right? people go to you for that and you can charge a premium price, not yeah. only because you are going above and beyond the normal natural photo. Right. Like, now you're putting in even more work. I yeah. bet you it takes her a while to get to where she needs to yeah. be for that photo to be done.
1: Definitely. And the, the cool thing about her is she kind of blends both aspects. Like, she has a, a huge body of work that is probably mostly natural. I mean, she might do, you know, maybe some gradient filters or, like, some a little extra color work or something like that. Mm-hmm. But then she has some images that are like, at least to my eye, I believe are very processed and like things have been replaced or changed or whatever, mm-hmm. but it, yeah. it's tasteful and it looks good. Um, and I don't know. I just, yeah, it's just interesting to hear what people yeah. think. Cause this is kind of a controversial topic in the photography Absolutely. world. So, and, and yeah. with AI becoming such a, a, a accessible and impressive, tool. Yeah. Um, there's a lot, I mean, photo well, big news over the last couple months, Photoshop, the Photoshop beta has the content where you can basically like select an area, type mm-hmm. what you want, and it'll attempt to put whatever that is wherever you want it. Mm-hmm. And like those tools are just just now kind of coming to the mainstream and like that's going to get big. Like that's going to get good someday. Yeah. So yeah, it's just interesting to, to kind of see how... how how it's all I I think it's
0: interesting um you know it's interesting to see what your opinion is what my opinion is um sounds like we're pretty similar yeah um and then at the end of the day like you're professional and you know at the end of the day what's ethical and the way you're doing it yeah so yeah I guess
1: ethical is a good way to put it I mean I think that you know kind of what you said I don't think you necessarily should be required or or should be expected to disclose that kind of image editing Mm -hmm. but i think if somebody asks you like yeah wow did it really look like that ethically maybe you should be like
0: well no i i specialize in you know photo manipulation or photoshop and this is part of my it's part of my style
1: it's part of my it's part of my brand right yeah exactly okay well cool well those of you that are watching on youtube i would love to hear what people think um Leave a comment. Let us yeah, know how you to. feel about photo manipulation because it's a really interesting topic to me. But anyway, moving on. Yeah. So um, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about, yeah, about what's so, been going on, George.
0: Um, over the weekend, um, we put together a uh, soft opening kind of shout out. Um, let's get people in the door before we do a grand opening. Yeah. And what that means and what that looks like, at least in our heads, is um, we have three different slots. I think it's like eight am to eleven, then we have twelve to three and then four to seven. Yeah. and the the way we're thinking about that is having uh, people sign up, which they've already signed up um, for different time slots. but we want to have a group of people, either the first, second, or third slot. Mm-hmm. and we want to have everyone from models, makeup artists to uh, videographers, photographers, really, any creative to come to the space. And not only get to know the space, get to know us, but also just create. Maybe you bring a friend. Maybe you yeah. bring a model.
1: Spend a little bit of time in here, just playing around.
0: Exactly. And it's it's meant for the creatives to kind of get kind of their first sneak peek at the studio. Yeah. And along with that, we're going to be going and giving away, you know, uh, some really awesome discounted rates uh, that will last for the whole year. Yep. For the rest of the year, I should say. And you know, as a thank you for coming by. Taking time out of your day just to come check us out. Yeah. Um, And the hopes is to also have just some refreshments, having maybe some donuts, some like snacks, uh, something um, to to you know get that energy going, some music, um, and just vibing and hanging out. You know, creating a community,
1: having a little social, a little social situation.
0: Exactly. And I think what's cool about that is, um, you know, we we've already launched our website. It's like a soft website. Yeah. And
1: it's got pretty much everything you need at this point. I mean, the things that we do, right. The website right now will take you to a studio page, which will tell you everything there is to know at this time about our studio. Correct. Yeah. And then, um, there's a podcast link. It'll take you to our YouTube because that's where we would like you to watch our podcast, listen to our podcast, consume our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a contact page and, and kind of an overview of everything on there. And that's, that's yeah. pretty much it.
0: Um, we have been getting a couple of questions like, hey, when is your booking available? Um, when can we start booking? You know, how far in advance should we start booking? Yeah. And everything is going to be live on the grand opening day, which is mostly going to consist of an open house day. Yeah. Um, what that means is anyone in the community whether you're a client, you're a model, photographer, really anybody that wants yeah. and needs to use the studio.
1: Anybody that just wants to even check it out. I mean come through. Friends and family too that know about this and haven't yeah. had a chance to come see that would be the day to come see it. Yep. The open house will be on the 6th of August, on Sunday mm-hmm. the 6th, which is exactly a week after the soft uh, opening. soft opening. Soft opening um, is July 30th. Right. And the soft opening is invite only. I mean, you can you can express interest to get an invitation but yeah the idea is for it to be invitation only just so that we can kind of keep a keep a handle on how many people will be here around what time and,
0: and yeah and know. and I think one of the bigger reasons for that is because if we get too many people during one certain time slot yeah we won't have the time to go around and really talk to everybody which exactly. is what we want to yeah do. we want
1: to be able to to interact with everybody that comes in and you know answer any questions and make sure mm. that they get that one-on-one time um, and so, yeah, we just kind of want to keep three chunks of kind of smaller groups, and yeah. and uh,
0: and if time allows, like, hey, you brought a friend. Um, there's a makeup artist here. There's a whole time, you know, to shoot around. Like, yeah. ask us questions. We're happy to help you yeah. shoot around. You know, what what would you like to learn more about? Whether it's the lights, or you already know what to do, just right. shoot around. You know, um, hopefully, you know, in <clears throat> hopes of like, if you post anything, tag the studio so people know that we're here. That we're in, you know, the newest. Uh, Portland, Oregon's uh, studio for creatives. So yeah, love to get the word out there.
1: Yeah, it's exciting. It's really exciting stuff. Um, yeah, you know, and we've also I'm kind of surprised. It, like we had when we put out the 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 initial video that said, hey. Come apply to this and we put up the link and all yeah. that. Um like immediately. Dude, it immediately was and this was like late people. night. This was yeah. what maybe eleven thirty I think we posted about ten o'clock at 10 night. Ten o'clock? Yeah. And and like literally within minutes we had a few people that had reached out and then throughout the next day we had more people reaching out. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. Um, and then, you know, we're about to post another, or I guess right before we started this, we posted another video. So hopefully that kind of yeah. gives us a new, a, a new wave of people oh, who want to come I through. I see what you did there. Um, yeah. but yeah, no, I'm, I'm really excited. And it seems like people that, the people that are, that are responding to it are really excited about coming through.
0: I agree. So. And that makes me happy. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to see what other people are here. Um, you know, what can I learn from others? Yeah. What can I see others create in this space that, You know, I can only think of so much. And I would love to see what other people have to create. I think that's one of the biggest things. That is
1: like the thing I'm the most excited for about this space is to see what other people create in it and to learn from that to see what I can do to kind of improve myself and and build myself in the space. And
0: I think with that, there's a lot of opportunities for workshops that we've talked about. Not only can we teach everybody else what we know, but we would love to have others, you know, teach us. Yeah. And with that, there's actually kind of some pretty cool news with Monday Pals. You want yeah, to get into and, that? That, and
1: this actually kind of even goes into what we're talking about with the soft opening and the grand opening yeah. and wanting to get people involved. Um, you know, for the last several months, you and I have been uh, involved with this small group of creatives. Um, it's, it's generally portrait photography based. Um, it's mm-hmm. called Monday Morning Pals. Um and it used to be a weekly thing. They would meet every morning, and it would be like yeah. it'd be like portrait session, headshot trades, um, website audits. You know? Um,
0: yeah, I did a um, a lighting uh, off camera flash lighting right, yeah. uh, you, workshop style. Yeah, you
1: taught people how there. to use off camera flash in the wild. You guys yeah. went out to Cathedral Park and did an off camera yeah. flash thing. So um,
0: really quick, um, shout out to Tony, who's actually the the host and the one that puts together Monday Pals yeah um, her Instagram we'll put it uh, with the links down below onto the in the description I should say but her Instagram is
1: Antonia uh, Rose Antonia, photo
0: Antonia yeah photo? Antonia Rose photo yeah on Instagram yeah
1: so um so anyway yeah Monday Pals is this like the idea of it is to is to have kind of a community engagement get people together get people shooting and help people kind of help everybody build their brand and build their business. And oh, we got a train going by. I wonder wow. if you can hear that.
0: What time is it? Nine forty p.m. Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Anyway, um, the uh, the idea of Monday Pals is just to kind of help help your peers improve and like yeah. build their business and build their photography careers. And um, over the last couple months, Monday Pals has kind of well, I mean, it's the busy season, um, waiting season And for part sure. of part of what kind of has happened with that is Monday Pals has really slowed down. But even before wedding season started, Monday Pals has never really had a home. Mm-hmm. It's been, it's been kind of a let's meet here because this works. Like we'll meet on this side of town and then we'll meet on this side of town. So we approached Tony the other day um, and said, hey, like we would really love to have Monday Pals live at New Wave Studio. Um mm-hmm. we want we want New Wave to be the home of Monday Pals, the hub where everybody can come and they can gather here and then we can go from here if we want to leave or we can use the studio for whatever the topic is or or whatever it is but we want to create that consistent space um for this for this thing because we love monday pals and we love Mm -hmm. the people that go to it so exactly yeah, so um, Tony agreed. She loved the idea, and we are the new official home of Monday Morning Pals, which is super, super, super exciting.
0: And um, it will no longer be morning, by the way. Correct. Yes, yeah, it is no longer
1: Monday Morning Pals. It's now, now it's just Monday, Monday Pals. Pals. Um, and it'll be in the evenings because Tony just got a new job um, working in the rental department at yeah, our favorite Pro camera Foto. store, yep. Pro Photo Supply.
0: Shout out to Pro Photo. Shout we out to Pro we photo literally supply. rent there like almost every week now. Bro.
1: I have I have been to prophoto more in the last month than I think I had been to it in my entire life prior <laughs> it is crazy but yeah we, yeah, we love prophoto um, we love the rental department they they do s-
0: everybody's so nice there man. Yeah, they're e- even they're awesome. at the regular just shop yeah everybody's gotten to know us and uh, we've gotten to know them everybody's nice. I mean, the rental department, I feel like we're there more often. Yeah, I mean, mean, yeah,
1: yeah. almost every week we're in there getting something. Yeah, just today
0: we dropped off a bunch of stuff, and um, today was Tony's first day, and we didn't see her, but she was there. She had just gone upstairs, and we're like, oh, let her know we stopped by, you know, but uh, yeah, man, good stuff, good stuff. Yeah,
1: I'm pretty excited about it. Um, So yeah, Monday Morning Pals, first day is August 14th. Um, If you're listening to this and you're interested in getting involved in Monday Morning Pals, shoot us a message. Um, Check out the Instagram. We're going to be putting more information up about that as it comes along. Um, But we'd love to have you. It's another way to get into the studio and check it out and mess around and not have to book it. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a great way to just kind of get your foot in the door. You know, yeah, so. I, I
0: agree. There's a lot of opportunities there, and you know, speaking of pro photo and rentals, yeah, I
1: was, um, I was going to make the exact same. Segment, yeah, George. so so it so,
0: basically that that leads to what we did over the weekend. Yeah,
1: why did we rent so much gear this weekend? Yeah, also so. actually, maybe we should start with. What did we rent this weekend, George? Yeah, this
0: weekend we rented a recorder. We rented some ND filters, a 15-35 to 35 RF, was it F2.8? 2.8, 2.8, yeah. Uh,
1: 85
0: 1, 2, two, or I was going to say 2.8. Anyways. That lens is a dream. That 85 1, 2, um, specifically the RF mount one, is so many. I, I personally so feel like good. generations ahead of the last...
1: E yeah. F version I never used the EF one, but I know yeah. I know it was legendary.
0: That EF was definitely yeah. uh legendary, but the autofocus is Chef's kiss. Oh man. The sharpness. How could you get sharper is what my question. That thing And it's so good. It blows my so mind. So good.
1: It's massive. Man. It is so it, big. It is.
0: That's our second or third time renting it now?
1: It is yeah, I think the third time in the last like month. We've rented it yeah. almost every week.
0: And so anyways, that we rented all that because we have done our very first official like um, duo of photo slash video. You've been doing video work.
1: I've been doing that was my third week in a row filming weddings. Yeah. Um,
0: and we've done weddings together. We've done, um, you know, whether it's uh, first and second shooting yeah. or whatever the case may be. But It's be, always but been
1: stills except the last one we did earlier this month. We, I did a lot of, well, you did a little bit, but I did a lot of like hybrid shooting for that wedding. Um, um, doing a little bit of video and a little bit of stills for, oh, Je- Jenny's, yeah, for wedding. Jenny's wedding. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, right. And so
0: you were, we were doing again, photos only, but then I was like, Hey, let's throw in some of this hybrid stuff. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's try, it try it out. Try it out. It, man, it worked out great. It was great, yeah. There's some good, um, there's
1: some really good clips, but
0: so yeah. That being said, like I I think maybe why don't you take it away? Tell us kind of what happened, you know, as as our first time working together and it was. What I did mean, it feel like? I
1: think the the fun thing is, and you've said this a couple times, and I think you know the more it's said, the more it kind of sinks in. That was like the first new wave media branded wedding package that we did, right? Yeah. That was the first time. You showed up as the photographer, I showed up as the videographer, and we fucking slayed Dude, that shit. We had
0: cameras. Yes. Uh, well, let me rephrase <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Of course. We had uh, Steel's cameras. Yes. We had video cameras, the rigs that we had. Man. Top handles, monitors, I bought a, cameras. I bought a
1: cage for my camera oh, yeah, just for cage. this. Yeah. Um, we had a top handle on both cameras. We Do, had
0: we had a shotgun um, mics on
1: both cameras. Oh yeah, the deities. Um
0: redundant audio. Four so pieces much, of different
1: yeah so and the oh the audio we got was crispy. But oh, no this good. was like a so this wedding was um originally one of your clients and they so the the bride mm-hmm. um, is a photographer. She yeah. she apparently she watches our podcast. So shout out to Caitlin. Yeah. Um we loved your wedding. It was a ton of fun. I had I had a lot of fun. Um, but Beautiful she's wedding. she's a photographer. She does um, boudoir and some wedding stuff and um, really creative really creative gal. And what she did when she put this wedding together was really
0: quick. Shout out to her Instagram. I think it's she captures all.
1: Yes, all right, carry on. she underscore captures underscore all. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, but anyway, um, when she put this thing together, she put it together with the creativity of her photographer and her videographer in mind. She wanted to create a scene and a vibe that would be photographed well and would come out kind of like any, yeah. anybody's dream wedding. Right. Yeah. Like the the um, ceremony was in a barn. And they closed off the doors.
0: Oh, that was that was she, seriously after, the best.
1: After the whole wedding party came in, and she was, you know, obviously the bride. is the last one to come in. It's a big dramatic entrance. And as she came in, they closed the back doors, and mm-hmm. they had like candles along the along the uh, the aisle, and yeah. it was just kind of almost like a candlelit um, entry.
0: Yeah, and it mixed really well with um, the light peeking through all the wood. Yeah, you know. The barn is very old so there's a lot of light leakage mm-hmm. in there um mixed in with the candles yeah. and I think the the colors the aesthetic of the wedding I think it was so so good It was
1: so good and, and they're, and, and they're and a we, fun couple they're great. they were a ton of fun and they were really good sports and um you know we showed up to uh whoever's house it was that they were getting ready or that the bride was getting ready at mm-hmm. with her with her bridesmaids and we walked in and they were bumping some like hip hop and like I had, it was a good, everybody's having good time. a good time. Yeah. They had some drinks, you know, they were doing makeup and hair and and,
0: shots like, and, you know, Capture so, just a great, that, yeah. just
1: a great vibe. We were there for a couple hours, I think. And, um, you know, then we moved to the venue and, and did all of our detail shots and did all of the stuff. And it was mm-hmm. just like, I remember you and I for the last several weeks were kind of stressing about this. Like we were, we were, way over-prepared for this wedding. Yeah. Way over-prepared.
0: And the thing is, we've recently decided to go this route where, like, we've had experiences before. Like, we've been wedding photographers for years. Right. However, we kind of dialed into, like, hey, with New Wave Media, Mm -hmm. we should create something where we put a package together we both work together and it's under kind of the new wave media brand
1: yeah and it's and the idea and that's, yeah. the idea mm-hmm. is for it to be a little bit more of a high-end experience than what we mm-hmm. offer in our personal brands yeah so um and i think that so we shot this
0: wedding with the intention of like hey this is new wave media branded we need yeah. to do everything we can and yeah. being over prepared is much better than not being prepared at all for sure you know and so
1: we, and we had over as as per usual we kind of had a lot of overkill going on in this wedding we took the c70 that was yep. one of our rigged out cameras um we had my camera the r6 mark two, mm-hmm. caged rigged up canon r5 um, we had well the r5 is was, was the stills for the whole yeah. day um and i think
0: we had like seven lenses on us
1: well let's let's the fi- count them
0: 50 to one, 51 two 70 to 200 f <F2> 28 mm-hmm. We had the 8512. We had the 100 millimeter f28 macro. We had the uh, 28 to 70. Yeah. Uh, 15 to 35.
1: I think we, I think you yeah. said that. No, you didn't say that. No, I didn't You're say right.
0: that. 15 to 35. Yep. And then we did bring the 16 mil, but I don't think we've ever we even touched used it. We never used it. Yeah. So that was uh, seven lenses. I don't know if I, I think I did. 70 to 200. I mentioned that one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we took all those. We had an eight, a Zoom H6 recorder. Um, we had two deity shotgun mics. We had monitors on both cameras. Like we,
0: we had the what was it? The wireless mic goes. Yeah, we had the, the rode wireless
1: those. goes. We had two sets of those. Um, and it then, just, oh,
0: the Ronin.
1: Yeah, we had the RS three Pro. Um, we had the we had know, the R six on the Ronin RS three Pro. I
0: think what was the best part of this? I know this is kind of like a minor thing, but it it makes the difference, the whole difference in the world. Yeah, I don't know if I said that right. Uh, we had a photography cart. And I've never really used <laughs> the a photographer. Yeah, the yeah. wagon.
1: The first time, so the week before this weekend, week mm-hmm. before last, I um, I filmed a wedding down at Silver. That was the waterfall one we talked about in the last episode. Yeah. That was the first time I took the wagon. And I didn't have near as... Well, I guess I did. I had both cameras. Mm-hmm. I did take the C70 to do a static angle for their ceremony. And then I had a tripod. I had a monopod. I had two bags. And I had a bunch of lenses. So it was like... This is the first time I took the the wagon, and man, yeah, just kind of, like, setting that in a corner and having it as, like, the hub, the place to go when we need to swap gear out was amazing. It was so useful.
0: I only, uh, yeah, I only ever used the wagon one other time, and that was in, at the convention center when I had those headshots for, like, three days. Yeah. Um, Man, that thing came in so clutch. That thing's awesome. I I threw everything in there. Even the, um... What did I have? Uh, was it a six-foot backdrop, I think? The white one that you have? Is that six yeah, feet? Yeah, it's a six-footer.
1: Or no, no. Is it less? It's five like a five-footer. Five-footer? Yeah.
0: Man, that thing came in clutch. I had the um, backdrop stands. I had the tripods, a camera, laptop, a monitor. Yeah. Um, a place where people can, you know, sign in into the laptop. Mm-hmm. and it was, it was great, man. It was a
1: great setup. So it's kind of cool. It's actually really it's really interesting to see the way that our, our like, preparedness and what we bring and what we provide, mm-hmm. um, for our clients has evolved over the last year, especially since we've like joined forces. Yeah. I feel like there's a, um, there's a little bit more of a focus and it's a little bit easier to kind of go that extra mile because we've got both of us working on it. Right.
0: Yeah, exactly. And,
1: uh, it, it feels good, man. It feels really good. It felt awesome to be running around with, you know, a C70 in my left hand and a yeah. R6 Mark two in my right hand. And like, I think I had, I usually had the 15 to 35 on the C70. Yeah, and then and you then had, I had the
0: 50 or the 85 usually. I, so
1: I started with the 85 on the R6 Mark II. And actually, mm-hmm. I do want to talk about this a little bit. Yeah. So normally when I film weddings, up until this point, I really cling to the gimbal. Because the gimbal is, it's really hard to mess it up, man. It's the. It's, I mean, that the RS3 Pro is top of the line. It's very reliable. The motors in it are amazing. And so Mm -hmm. pretty much anything you do, you're going to get nice, smooth footage. And for whatever reason, this wedding was the wedding where I decided I'm going to handhold a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, I I really didn't use the RS3 Pro that much. I used it during the ceremony and a couple places here and there around that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I handheld a lot. And so my my kind of my strategy with that was originally well I'll handhold but I'll use stabilized lenses which would have been the 15 to 35 or the 70 to 200. 70 to 200. The, those yeah. are the only two stabilized lenses we have. Yeah, that's true. So I started that way, and then I think we got maybe about halfway through the day, and at one point I popped the 51-2 mm-hmm. on the R6, and I was handholding it, and the R6 has internal it has ibis it has um Mm -hmm. in body image stabilization um and i realized like holy shit this is like a dream combination like yeah the footage that i got with r6 and the 50 handheld is Mm -hmm. almost certainly the best stuff in that in that entire batch dude i'm excited i'm so stoked um And it's just, it was really, it's interesting to see how much you can evolve in the span of three, I mean, four, three or four wedding films. I've only done Mm -hmm. a few, you know, um, and the preparedness and like the strategizing and the technique and all those things have evolved so much from that first one. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was like shitting my pants. The first one I was, I was so worried I was going to mess it up the first time I did it and it went off really great. And then everyone since I've had like so much confidence, and it just yeah. keeps building and building and building. So
0: speaking of confidence, I think one of the biggest—how um, uh, wh- do I say this? One of the the biggest pros about working together. Yeah. Um, even before we started working together, there's a lot of people that were like, "Hey man, you guys should just join forces, man." Dude, it was, I mean? it was
1: borderline annoying. It really was. It was borderline yeah. annoying. How often? It was mostly, it was usually, honestly, it was like our partners for the most part that Mm -hmm. was like, they were like, dude, you guys need to work together. Yeah. But it was fucking every time we saw each other, somebody had to say, you guys really, you guys just got to work together. You got to work together. And then
0: since working together, um, we've done plenty of weddings and stuff now. And even, even the couple, like, I feel like we've always had compliments at our own weddings. Like, Hey, you know, you did great. This, this and that, blah, blah, blah. But like since working together, I feel like I've noticed the compliments increasing, not only like the normal amount, but like enthusiasm, like excitement and like appreciation depth,
1: like Like people are really putting effort and, and heart into telling us how much they appreciate us being there. And that is, I mean, like, yeah, I've, I've shot weddings where I, I get that kind of a response, but mm-hmm. more often than not, that's like people I know really well, like, you know, close friends, weddings I've shot and stuff. Yeah. They're like, wow, I really appreciate you doing this. But mm-hmm. like people I've never met before that day, stopping you for five minutes to just sit there and tell you over and over and over how much they appreciate yeah. throughout the you day did. too. Yeah.
0: Like the last wedding. Um, well not, not the recent one. Cause, um, I'm talking about even Jenny's before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they would stop us throughout the day. They would be like, hey, you know, we really appreciate it. We're so grateful to have you guys. Or
1: you guys are doing awesome. You guys are amazing. You guys are killing it. you need anything?
0: Let me know, you know, blah, blah, blah. It feels so
1: good. And it really kind of puts it into perspective that everybody that thought that we should work together was right.
0: Was right all along. And
1: look at us now. I mean, look at us now. We're working together. And everything we we do really is together. Yeah. Um, As far as, like... I I feel like I,
0: well, I don't feel, I know I see you more than my wife (laughs) every single day (laughs) or even throughout the whole week. Like we work together and then I go home and live my life. Right.
1: But, but but the level of work versus living your life right now is a lot more work. Yeah,
0: definitely. Especially with the studio going on, the podcast, our personal stuff, having weddings, wedding season,
1: like,
0: man, there's just so much. And it's like, I'm, I'm enjoying this ride. It's amazing. I can't yeah. wait to see where it else it's, it takes us. It's amazing.
1: It's crazy. It's like the amount that life has changed in the last three months just with like starting on this journey, with building this podcast, with like mm-hmm. starting, you know, all of these projects we've, we're starting together and like, you know, just growing in so many ways. Like I'm, I'm blown away at how much, exactly how much things have changed and how much, Things are getting so good every day right now. So it's cool.
0: Yeah. So um, before we end it here, um, I would like to, just for like a minute or so, touch on um, what we did before coming back to the studio and filming. Um, Today? Yeah. We went to go watch a movie. And I just kind of want to hear your thoughts. Give it a little rating, and then I'll give you mine, and then we'll
1: end it. All right. So we went and saw Oppenheimer. Mm -hmm. Um, Thoughts? I mean... So here's the thing about that movie for me. I had, I mean, short of knowing who Oppenheimer is, mm-hmm. I had no expectations for that movie whatsoever. You
0: said you didn't even watch Never the watched trailer. the trailer,
1: yeah. didn't know a thing, had no idea what it was going to be about. I just knew at some point I would probably see a nuke go off and, like, cool. And, like, I don't know, man. I'm, A, for one, just... Disclaimer I am the last person that should be doing any kind of movie review. Yeah. But um, I only nodded off like two times in that three hour (laughs) movie, which is honestly, that's good. I'm, I, (laughs) I am so bad at about going to all right. movies let's Be-
0: talk about when you nodded off and fell asleep during little mermaid
1: uh, yeah okay so all right so that kind of just tells you that, that three, yeah the three little three mermaid so the first i i basically slept through the first 20 minutes of the new little mermaid <laughs> 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 but i was tired man and yeah. then i it was like a power nap and then i woke yeah. up and i was great for the rest of the movie yeah oppenheimer i i didn't i never fully nodded off Bro, I was trying so hard. I I literally a couple of times like picked up my cup and would like take the condensation from my cup and put it on my face <laughs> to I wake did that a myself couple times, up. Yeah, I was like, dude, I don't want to fall asleep <laughs> for yeah. one because I'm sitting between you and Victor. Yeah, and I was like, if I nod off, these guys are gonna fuck with me. And and two, I don't want to miss <laughs> out on this movie. Um, I think that. We went and saw it in the seventy millimeter variant, yeah. which was really cool to to sit and watch a movie. It's really stupid, like it's really unfortunate that that's like cool now. Like, oh, cool, it's a seven. Like, yeah, that used to be what movies were like. Yeah, um, but it was it was really cool to see that and kind of get that old school like film feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, it was beautifully beautifully filmed. Um, the acting was great. The the story was interesting it was hard as hell to follow it really Um, was it was it moves very quick it's a three-hour movie and it moves very quickly
0: think of um maybe not this quick but the only other movie i can think of is fast and the furious the newer ones when they move it's a
1: curveball no no no, no. i'm not talking about
0: like storyline or Uh you know cgi or anything i'm talking about how fast the movie moves okay like you're watching a fast and the furious movie they're in their kitchen cooking up something, and then within the next scene, they're fucking flying to Dubai. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It just moves so fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And Oppenheimer just kind of like jumped around a lot. Yeah. It was like, we're back in time, forward in time. Forward yeah. In time. It jumps back and forth in time. But I, I definitely, I mean, if you got an afternoon to kill and the storyline is interesting to you, it's, yeah. it's worth a watch for sure. Well, it was good. What do you think? I, I think, you think
0: from, you know, I'm going to give it from a rating from one to ten. Ten being like, oh, my God, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I would give it like a seven. <laughs> I, I think the, the reason being is because, first of all. Seven, seven's not bad. Seven's, it's really seven's not bad. not bad. It's not bad at all. But I think a seven because um, it was very hard to follow the storyline because, like I said, it jumps back and forth, not only during times. Right. Different timeline. Or not timeline. Sorry back in time, forward in time, or sorry, present
1: time. And and it would jump from like it would jump from like something's something's going on. Somebody says something mm-hmm. and then it jumps to the next scene that has something to do with what that person just said, but it's the same timeline just a little bit farther down. And it just it was the way it jumped yeah. around was kind of disorienting. The jump around
0: was interesting. Um I think uh I went into this movie First of all, I didn't see any reviews prior or anything like that, but I thought it was going to be more of an action-style movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Definitely not an action movie. I think
1: really there's the one bomb. It is is 80% dialogue. Exactly. Absolutely.
0: And going in with that, I think – I mean, I nodded off. I definitely <laughs> fell asleep for like a we, solid. We are
1: super good movie <laughs> reviewers. Really good at this.
0: Um, but yeah, overall, I would say seven, just because towards the end, I was, I did start to be like, whoa, this is actually a dialogue. Yeah, well, and then you get interested, you know, in yeah. pretty much everything it's like, else It's happens. like the
1: first two thirds of the movie is a lot of like backstory and build up and like yeah. explaining stuff. And then the last third of the movie is like, whoa, there's a lot of shit going on right now. Yeah. Um, but I d- actually just looked up the rating um, and uh, they have a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes right now and an 8.8 out of 10 on IMDb. So if you go by those ratings, not then, a bad movie. I
0: mean, we're definitely wrong. Um, we're not good movie reviewers. No, we're probably.
1: not. If you're tired and you go to Oppenheimer, it's not a not a bad place to take a nap, um, <laughs> <laughs> but also, also the thing about taking a nap during that movie is it, it's literally about bombs, <laughs> so the shit's gonna wake you up. You know,
0: it it is about bombs. It is
1: a, well, it's, but about, I think it's about it's one more, bomb in particular. It's
0: more about the trial.
1: Yeah, it's about although it's, it's about not, it's, it's a, not a
0: court trial. It's more of a it's a trial. Yeah, of it's some It's sort.
1: there's there's a whole there's like two different storylines going on yeah. through the whole thing. But no, worth a watch. Definitely worth a watch. I am not a good critic by any means. I am not the guy that should tell you whether or not a movie is is good. Oppenheimer is objectively well-made. Um, yeah. it's just, I don't do well in three hour movies. So the
0: filming was amazing. The yeah. acting was immaculate. I really do think everybody in that role. The did cast great. is incredible. The cast was amazing.
1: The cast was so good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway.
0: Anyways. So yeah, let, let's, uh, it's a good time to end it. Um, yeah. Elijah, you want to do the honors?
1: Yeah, this is cool. Cause this is the first time we get to do this. Um, where can the people find us, George?
0: Yeah. So they can find us at newwavepdx.com. Boom. And you can learn everything you need to know about not only the studio space, but also the podcast and just in general, more of our information. There. Yeah, and so.
1: and more um, more will be coming soon on that website. We really just wanted to get it up and get it out there um, so that, you know, we can launch our reservation page here in the next week. And mm-hmm. But I worked hard on that shit. You I, sure I, did, I worked man, hard on shows. that website. Um, and I'm excited to kind of build it up and, and make things yeah. a little bit more. But yeah. NewWavePDX.com, NewWave Studio PDX on Instagram, NewWave Media PDX on Instagram. Go check us out. Thank you for watching. Peace.
0: I appreciate you all. Thank you.